Hello and welcome to the unofficial unsanctioned women's UCI cycling show. My name is Dan and with me as always to discuss all things women's cycling all the time is my good friend Sarah Connolly. How are you Sarah? I am sleep deprived. I have survived a week of in-laws and travelling <laughs> and I am ready to go. Oh my god, I'm ready to go. Did you know who else is ready to go? I uh, honestly I I no, I didn't, and I'm not even ready to, to begin to process that. I'm still struggling to come to terms with a week of sleep deprivation plus in-laws, plus, you know, I, I assume you lacked whiskey the whole week. I'm Yeah. I yeah, I I would be You doff your cat to my genius. No, not really. I'm just really glad I'm not you. Is <laughs> is really what I'm getting at, I think. It's... Oh, you'd love to be me. I'm brilliant. Well, yeah, like most of the time, but in this last week, no. And I say that as a dude who had a pretty shit week at work. So, you know, like... Oh, <laughs> poor, poor Daniel. But no, all no, of that no, is no, over. No, 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 no. No, see, that's the thing. I'm choosing to keep my misery in, in lieu of, of suffering yours. That's my point, is you had it much worse than me. So no sympathy for me, all the sympathy for you. Okay. Yeah, you didn't know how to handle that, did you? <laughs> no. I didn't. Right. Anyway, can I tell you who else is ready to go? Probably warming up right now. Probably right this minute, warming up. Um, Let me guess, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. It's probably one of your favourite writers. Probably one who um, hasn't been writing much this year. I'm going to go ahead and say Ina Yoko Teutenberg. Oh, that would be wonderful. Wouldn't it, though? Wouldn't it? Oh. And the problem there is that I actually know the real answer, and I just decided to make you miserable oh. because I'm a bastard. Because you can. Mm. No, Emma Pooley. Emma Pooley, right now, right now, is getting ready to race the Cronendus Nations, the last, I keep saying, that it's always the last race of the season, the last <laughs> European race of the season. And, oh, my God, Emma, I, you, I, 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 um, I, uh, yeah, I, I suspect, I suspect people have begged her and begged, the British Cycling have begged her, begged her to come back and um, uh, race the Olympics. Back in the saddle. So I, I'm assuming that um, odds are reasonably good that before we finish recording this podcast, we'll be able to give you an update as to how Emma has gone. Well, no, I mean, I don't think it starts till till later. I thought you said she was oh about to go now. Oh, She's warming up. Warming up, warming up, warming up, warming up. All right. Well, while we wait for Emma to uh, to warm up, how about we talk about other things that have been happening in the world of, of cycling, uh, namely transfers. Yes. Now, I want to talk about transfers because last week we were trying to talk about this, but we failed because we, instead we talked about uh, um, lots and lots about what was going to happen, what the racing looks like next year. Yeah. Yep. So we we went through, we talked about spreadsheets. It was very exciting. And color-coded charts, very exciting. Um, but we didn't get around to who is going to race. Now, this is an interesting time of year because we're kind of mid-transfer season. Um, some teams do it differently. Some teams announce before Worlds. Um, I personally prefer it when teams announce after Worlds. And yeah, but we don't know a lot, but we do know some. So I just wanted to talk about the shape of the teams as we find them now. Right. Okay. Well, where do you want to start? Well, we've been talking all year about, or, or for the last couple of months, about Wiggle and their Pokemon approach to signing. Pokemon, if you are the wrong generation or had too much taste or too little taste, I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you had went the into Pokemon. <laughs> okay. What was, Daniel, what was the, the main aim of Pokemon? Uh, collect them all. Collect them all, exactly. And, um, yeah, and so collect them all. You had to basically run around worlds collecting one of everything. And that is what I think we will have done. This is what their team lineup looks like so far that we know that has been confirmed, because obviously not everything has been confirmed. They have got next year that we know about Georgia Bronzini, Yonin Dora, Lu Lucy Garner, mm. Emma Johansson, Danny King, Elisa Longo-Borghini and Amy Peters. 
Wow. Uh, I mean, look, uh, I, yeah, I, we've made the joke several times over, but it's it's pretty clear that Wiggle Honda are well on their way to a full set. They really are wanting one of everyone, aren't they? Mm. And it becomes interesting where, um, uh, you know, it becomes, it becomes interesting because they... Who carries the water? This is my problem. It's been my problem with Bulls Donners. Bulls Donners were fantastic this year. Wheel Honda were fantastic this year. But who carries the water? And then who actually doesn't get to race? Because that's quite a, a, a scary set of riders. I mean, just those seven riders. You're like, okay, right, well, yes. So, and I guess Yodin Dora will probably come off the road and focus on track for for the Olympic for the Olympic season next. You know, after Classic season. But yeah. still. A classics team that has Dora and Elisa Longo Borghini and Johansson and Peters. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's hard, or I find it hard because, you know, like this time last year, it was essentially saying the same thing. Uh, and then Wiggle went on to win like a million World Everything. Cups and yeah, yeah, yeah. all of the stage races and all of the stages and all of the sprints in the stages. And. And you know, laugh behind their hands at us. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, while it boggles the mind, Wiggle appear to be the team that can possibly make it work. Yeah, well, let's. And I mean, Egon van Kessel is one of the best DSs in the sport. He is very, 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 very good. And I would, you know, I mean, I'd, I, I just, I just find it weird to think that, yeah, what's, what's what's the score there how's it going to work so Mm. yeah so yeah um indeed indeed something to to keep an eye on anyway i mean far out like like i i I guess i guess you can just say wiggle aren't shy about setting themselves uh challenges you know as a team yeah let's be positive about that so um what other teams do we know about well we know that um rabo live is pretty much saying the same. Anna Knauer is is leaving and going to uh, Park Hotel, Hotel Balkenberg. Yep, yep. And they've signed Yara Kasteline, who's straight out of juniors. This was not a surprise. Um, Yara Kast- oh, obviously, Rabo Liv is part owned by Mariana Voss. Yara Kasteline is a young cyclocross rider who's been just doing fantastically ever since. You know, um, it's people like Yara that's that's been that, who's been cited as the yeah. They, we absolutely definitely need something for cyclocross rather than just elites. Right. She's she doing really really well. Um, so so you know, a cyclocross and road rider. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rabo's the natural home for her. So, yeah, so they've kept on uh, Lucinda Brand, Lita De Jong, Shari Gillow, Monique Teneglo, Anna van der Breggen, Mariana Voss. Um, we don't, interestingly, riders that we haven't been confirmed or denied yet, as far as I know, Roxanne Knetemann, um uh, yeah, Roxanne Knetemann's not in, not on the list, and uh, who else? There's some. There must be some other names that aren't on the list that I'm that I'm just like my brain's just gone fuzzy. So yeah, still. Oh, oh, Paulina Fran Prevot is not on the list. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she isn't. You're right. But but she could be. I guess. I mean, does that mean she's not there? I don't know. I mean, any. I mean, Wiggle haven't announced that they've signed her. <laughs> Yes, yes. Well, hey, but the you know transfer transfer season's not over, so who knows? So, so let's just assume that everyone we don't know is going to wiggle. Okay, yep. so yes, yeah, so Rabo's pretty solid. Rabo's pretty solid in terms of staying staying the same. Um, we don't really know much about Bulls Dolmans yet, but we know that they've signed Caroline Canuel, the Canadian rider from Velocio Sram. Yep, and that Megan and we know that Megan Guarnier's staying. We know that Ellen Van Dyke's staying. We know that Lizzie Armit said staying because all of those signed contracts through to the end of 2016. That was one of the you know one of the yeah. things. It yeah. gave them the reasons they're there, but yeah. Um, again, uh, Caroline Canwell, will we get to see her ride? Who knows? Who knows? I honestly, who knows? Uh, we'll just have to wait and see on that one. Um, what, what who's next? What have we got next? Uh, what have we got next? Um, Lotto and Liv seem to have been doing some really big changes and also been seem to be doing some swapping riders, which I always find comedy when that happens. Um, Lotto have let go of. 
uh, well, we know that Elena Cicchini's not riding, Elena Cicchini's not riding there next year. Mm. And that's a really interesting signing because Elena Cicchini was one of the standout riders this season of, right, you know, riders yeah. who did really... Yeah, she did very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so Eleanor, where's she going? Ooh, interesting. Mm. I mean, we can play the game, we can play the game of, um, you know, who's she following on Twitter, who she suddenly started following <laughs> on Twitter. So we can kind of find out that way. <laughs> it's so devious. <laughs> like, just wait, just wait one more year and, and it'll be part of writer's contract so they're not allowed, you know, randomly follow people on Twitter unless it's... I'm- I'm just surprised someone hasn't made a little algorithm, a little program to do it automatically. <laughs> you know, to look at people's social media changes and and just yeah, and see yeah. what see what we can kind of um, guess from that. But yeah, um, yeah, uh, I should give a huge shout out by the way to Cycling Fever and Peter Van Der Veen especially, who've been who I'm using their table. I will put up a table sometime this week myself because um, I like doing that. But I'm at the moment I'm using Peter's Peter's table thank you thank you thank you thank you he's such a good man he's he does so much work for women's cycling and everyone should follow him um, but yeah uh lotto and Liv are doing swapsies are playing swapsies um uh they've also kind of taking in a so basically uh willa canal claudia lichtenberg from uh Liv Plantour have moved from live Plantour to lotto right and uh, Lotto have te- and Lotto have um, taken over uh, uh, Carly Taylor from. Yes. Oh, sorry, they've they have taken over Carly Taylor. So, swapsies. Um, it's interesting because when the news that Amy Peters, Lucy Garner, and Claudia Lichtenberg had all left Live, I just assumed that the team was being disbanded. Right. Okay. So interesting because to see that it's not then. No, it's not, and no offense to Carly at all. Carly's wonderful, but it does seem that they're um, they're 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 moving more to becoming a development squad. They don't seem to have big stars like big star names. Like their big star name before was obviously, um, you know, was 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 obviously Claudia, you know, Claudia and Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 interested to see the the signing for them that sort of. Um, raised my eyebrow in terms of a. Uh, um, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Is Leah Kirkman, um, the Canadian who's been writing for Optum most recently? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like she wants to spend a bit more time in Europe, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, she's going to uh, Lotto, isn't she? No, no, she's going to Live Plenty. Oh my God, I can't get it right. I can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. confused. No, well, hey, sli- you've got the sleep. You've got the sleep deprivation. Get out of jail free card. So, you woohoo! You know? Yeah, yes, yeah. you've got to get drunk. Yeah. So, um, riders who are staying at Live are Flushy Mackay. She is so good. Um, Sarah Mustanen, Yulia yep. uh, Suk, uh, Kiara Steins, and Sabrina Stoltian, who's uh, better known as a cyclocross rider, but also a great roadie, and Molly Weaver. And so they're bringing in. Um, Leah Kirchman, Leah Kirchman and um, uh, Rianne Rian, Rian Marcus from Park Hotel yep. and Roseanne Slick from Park Hotel. So, yeah, um, interesting. I I always, I mean, lives sort of bother me because obviously they're the sister team in name to Giant Helperson. Yep. But they don't. Yep. I don't think they're connected to Giants Helperson except for except for when they kind of wheel out the women at the team presentations and stuff like that, because they definitely don't have a big budget and they they signed um they signed a very small team last year and yeah I I mean Flushy McKay is awesome and I really like her and Nick Kirkman is brilliant they're you know it's good riders it's just yeah, they're definitely yeah. taking a step down. Yeah, well, and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, whether that's a, a lasting thing or whether it's a year for rebuilding or or what. But yes, um, mm. I mean, part of the problem is is that Live is their sponsor, and Live also sponsors Rabobank, yeah. and Live has done some really fantastic work with Rabobank. Um, you know, they've they've got they do those brilliant little videos, beautiful little videos. I think they just basically, you know, how like when a when the sponsor camera crew just rocks up at the team camp. Yep, yep. And 
and then they can just have videos that go out for the whole year. And the the, the kind of classic one has always been the you know, Velocio Stram, uh, Specialized Lululemon, who'd, you know, who'd like just have tons and tons and tons of videos that were clearly filmed over two days, but they can just kind of, you know, put out once, one every fortnight for the whole season pretty much. And it's, exactly. It's, you know, yeah, yeah. And it's very engaging, you know. Um, I will never forget Carmen Small demonstrating echelons with biscuits. Oh, Yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> so good and you know and all those kind of um, uh, uh tiffany cromwell when doing a track stand will she stop talking will she run out of things to say or will she stop track standing first yeah. you know those kind of videos <laughs> And the answer is we're all still waiting for the end of that video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, Lotto, Lotto and, um, Lotto and Liv, some swapsies, some direct swapsies, but also some interesting times and interesting times for Lotto because, um, yeah, they, they, you know, they're, they're, I'm um, losing, losing Chichini. Would be frustrating. Would be annoy. You know, would be an annoyance. But then, you know, Elise Del Zen is fantastic. They've they've, they've got um, Willa Noll, Elise Del uh, Elise Del Zen, Claudia Lichtenberg, Claudia Lichtenberger. She does seem to be kind of getting back to where she was. And they've also got you know Yessie Darms and Sophie DeVoist from Lens World. So yeah, um, you know, and Susanna Zorzi, who's staying, is yeah. an, an amazing rider. So yeah, mm. yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, what else? Well, I was going to say the only other only other thing that I guess I'm sort of still keeping an eye on, and we we still don't know a great deal about, is what's happening with all the uh, Velocio riders. Okay, I well, we know what's happening with a lot of them. <laughs> well, we know which ones are going, so we know that at least El Zen is going to Lotto. Um, uh, Balls are getting Caroline Canowell. Mm. Oh, and uh, Lauren Roney is going to. Orica, yep, yep. Which you know, she's an Australian. They're Australian. She, she, um, she had those very public blogs when the team kind of came out, going, "Yeah, I thought I had a contract. Turns out I don't." Which was interesting. Mm. You know, yeah. she obviously wasn't happy with how it finished. But Orica, she's Australian. They're Australian. Natural place. Um, Orica are also apparently it's been confirmed getting Annemiek van Vleuten. Oh really? It's been confirmed. Mm. Okay, I I'd, mm. I'd heard rumours. I hadn't realised it was confirmed. Apparently, it was confirmed on the 9th of October. Ah, oh, wow. Well, there you go. Okay, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Annemiek van Vleuten. That's it. So basically, Orica lose Johansson and gain van Vleuten. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting uh, no, to see what Aura could do with that, though. Yeah, I mean, there's no other confirmation about riders staying or going. I suspect it's going to be a pretty static team, actually, um, mm. unless people, you know, people retire. Obviously, they had Luz White retiring out of there. Yeah. The yeah. other, the other name who's been rumoured to leave is Valentina Scandalara. Oh, really? Okay. Mm. Now I don't know if that's true or not. Um, this is just this is the, because the lovely, lovely um, uh, 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 cycling fever people do have a um, do have a quite quite nice um, uh, rumor rumor board, um, you know rumor board uh, function, so you can look, actually look up all the rumors. And um, yeah, and so there's a rumor that, that Scandalara is leaving. I really hope that that's just a rumor. You want Scando at Orica? Well, she's fun. Like, who wouldn't? Yeah, but would you want? Would you not want Scando at other teams that are fun? Well, why can't Orica be fun too? Yeah, I yeah. I, 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 I mean, I know you're you're very anti-Australian, um, but <laughs> but but why can't we be fun too? You, you can be fun too. You've got still got a lot of fun riders. All I'm saying is, Orica is not the only fun team out there. Well, and maybe, and maybe it would be better for her career to, you know, she's young yet, isn't she? She can, well, if you know, she's young yet, then she can stay. She can stay one more year and be fun. Oh, you don't think Lauren Roney's fun? 
Lauren's fun. Lauren and Valet can have lots of fun on the same team. Stop trying to ruin everything, Sarah. Jeez. <laughs> you sound so bereft. Oh, I had so little to look forward to next year. Oh, oh poor boy. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, interesting. Are there any other? Are there any other? Uh, well, awesome what rumors? I'm. Or- well, what I'm saying is that I suspect, I am suspecting that any rider who's already not, you know, not from, from Velocio, who's not actually in that list, are they all going to Canyon? Because, of course, Velocio Stram is gone, um, kaput. Uh, Ronnie Lauke, the DS, is setting up a new team, Canyon, uh, a German team. I think we can pretty likely say yeah lisa brunauer that's lisa brunauer mika kroger trixie warwick um are all the german the germans yeah. in the squad are all going to be going to canyon i mean i guess they have to and i would imagine uh, my other my other bet is that they'll basically sign up any other german riders who are you know who are lying who are flapping around flapping yeah, around that's yeah. the word. i think corinna corinna lechner for example i i strongly suspect we'll see her rocking up over there sure. but i i i think i i just think that I think that if we haven't heard of a Velocio rider going somewhere else, and there is a rumor that oh, the other rumor is that Taylor Wiles goes to Oraka. Don't know if that's true. No oh, idea. okay, interesting. But yeah, um, yeah, are we? I, I suspect if we haven't heard that they're going, that they're staying, because they did say you know we're going to be building the same team on a foundation of you know the, on yeah, the foundation yeah. of the city. So that would be Brunauer, Cromwell, Barbara Gurishi, Mika Kroger. Trixie Warwick, Alina Amulusic. That's a nice team, isn't it? That's not too shabby, not too shabby at all. And, I mean, there's a lot to be said for maintaining as much continuity as possible. So, you know, um, yeah, I, I look forward to finding out where that actually lands, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little surprising to me, actually, given that, given that you know, um, we basically found out at the same time that Velocia wasn't going to be continuing that the Canyon was going to be starting, but they haven't made any announcements yet as to who's who. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I assume that, I mean, this is all about big German, you know, big German new team, um, big, you know, one of the weird things about women's like women's teams is because they're they're under the men's continental rules you end up with they have to be their their nationality is based on where the most riders from the team come from yep yep so you always have this thing where some of the small Italian teams, for example, that hire tons and tons and tons of riders. And you sometimes get the feeling that they're just like hiring tons and tons and tons of young Italian women who are never pretty much going to race because they're not, you know, they're they're not the stars, but they're just doing it so they can make sure they stay as an Italian team. Um, so, well, so people go, oh, yeah, but Sarah, um, you know, specialized Lululemon's been German in the past. HDC High Road's been German in the past, but they weren't, there's a difference between a team that's registered out of Germany. They've always had a strong German core with riders like Imi Yoko Teutenberg. Yeah. Uh, aunt And Trixie. Trixie and, Warwick, yeah. of course. And Ronnie Lauka's German. But, you know, they've basically been American, you know, kind yeah, of American yeah. teams. Well, they're properly international teams, but with Canyon coming on, they're going to be a German, you know, German sponsor. There's a difference between, for example, German sponsor, German owned German, German, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. In this, in the way that Australia, Orica AIS isn't doesn't just happen to be based out of out of Australia. Orica's very much Australian. You know, Australian sponsors the Australian Institute of Sport is the second sponsor. Mm. Australian Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. The whole purpose is to get Aussies better. Well, yeah. Yeah, I the cynical part of me has you know disputes and things. The, the actual goal of the AIS, for example, is to win Olympic medals. You know, yes, it, it, it could give a fuck about whether or not it makes Aussies better. <laughs> well, that's the that's the kind of point, isn't it? <laughs> oh yes. All right, Let, let's let's step away before my cynicism overtakes me. Um, okay. Is there any more transfer news? Yeah. Um. Astana has snapped up Sofia Bertizzolo, who is, you know, basically the best young Italian rider of her generation of the current crop of juniors. That's like, um, that's like some bloody fucking amazing um, 
choice of words there, though, mate, because like it's a stana snapped up, and never, never would it be more appropriate than to imagine a team as a crocodile just just latching onto some poor. No, I, okay. Bear in mind, Astana Pro. Oh my god, I can't even remember how to say it. Sorry, this is terrible. I'm sorry. Um, Astana Akadue O. Akadueo is not part of the Astana men's team. They just share the sponsor and they share the name, but that's it. Yes, well, yes, that's true, but still, it's it's not. Yeah, it's not my favourite name in the world. Let me put it that way. Um, other people, Simona Fraporte is leaving. Uh, who had a really good, some really good results this year. She's leaving Ale Cipollini and going to High Tech. High Tech do like the Italians. Uh, um, they've yes, been yep, yep. traditionally a very good place for Italians. Um, you know, Lisa Longo Borghini got her start there. Yep. Um, One that jumped uh, at me, um, particularly given Worlds, was that uh, Chloe Digert, who um did so well in the in the under 23 racing um is signed for 2016 uh, in the junior yeah. sorry yeah 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 she, uh, that is not a surprise at all no. she's already run for junior 2016 um yeah of course they're going to keep yeah, her yeah absolutely but you know she's it, you know she's well, got her... well i'm interested to see how she progresses because after such a dominant performance in worlds um, I mean, you, and as we, I'm pretty sure we mentioned at the time, like she's um, due to get married sometime soon, isn't she? So yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think I guess if you're like, I'm trying to use my words carefully. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess if she's, you know, she wants to stay in the states because she's engaged to be married. She wants to get married. She's um, doing her degree at Marion yeah. University um, yeah. on That's, on their she's, cycling she's, program. Yeah. I, I I suspect that cycling isn't going to be her number one priority, which is fine. You know, it's fair yeah, enough and yeah. fine. I, I just I think, I'm just I, I just don't what, think. I think that's part of what makes it so curious to me is to is to see how this progresses because you know 2016 could be a really really good fit for her with as you say these other commitments in terms of study and life things that are happening and stuff like that. Um, which may still hold the door open towards, you know, riding in Europe if, if she chooses. Or, you know, maybe, maybe we've seen Chloe's peak. I mean, a lot of the Americans, as, as, as my dear friend Ben Atkins points out, that there's, for some Americans, cycling is a, and not all, and definitely not most, cycling is an Olympic sport, yeah? yeah. And if she decides that she wants to be a time trial, you know, they, they hadn't won an Olympic medal, uh, sorry, a World Championships medal in the road race for, um, oh God, 20, 30 years, yeah? Um, when when Megan Guarnier won one this year. I But they've done very, very well in the ITT. So it could be that Chloe Diger does, you know, just follows that route and, uh, you know, follows the Kristen Armstrong route yep. uh, well no Kristen Armstrong rode no that's not fair because Kristen Armstrong rode you know rode a lot of international races and da 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 but it could be that she decides actually what I want to do is do well in the time trials I can stay home and do that and you know come out to the time trials yeah, and yeah. and do well you know well, I yeah, mean, yeah. It, that, it does make a lot of sense and you know and, and Kristen as a coach and advisor to her is certainly someone who can help her manage that yeah. if that's what she wants to do so. I mean I had an I had an argument with one of the coaches of um, one of the American coaches no, this week last week. Wait, I know I know someone I know, like you to have arguments I know, I know where I, I I don't I mean the trouble is I can see why if you're American you, I can see why for some Americans, for some Americans, they might think, yeah, you know what? We can stay home. We don't have to go to Europe. We've got a really good racing scene, blah, 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 blah. I don't think, though, that you can learn positioning. And I, I'd say this from any, you know, someone from any country. I think if you want to be racing in the top races in the world, in, in the road races, you've got to learn positioning, yeah? And I'm not convinced that you can learn positioning just by coming over for a small block of, you know, for a small for a small block of races and doing most of your races back in the States. And, you know, it, it's sad for the Americans and we love the American scene and we talk about the American scene a lot, but it's not the same, you know? And yeah, the other well, thing is, is you're not going to get to know who your rivals are. You know, should I be in this break? What's going on? As well, you just can't learn that, I don't think, from yeah, just look, from watching TV. I, I think the thing is, you know, and I think we've, we've 
largely said words to this effect previously you know the american scene is great it's growing really well um it's doing some awesome and exciting things and doing a lot of great things in terms of equality as well and big 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 fan of all of that but it's still many years away from challenging europe as top racing in the world and yeah yeah you know that's i mean that's just a, a reality and i think it's demonstrated by the fact that you still see your top american riders look at the big races in Europe and look at moving to Europe when possible. You know, I mean, literally 10 minutes ago, we're commenting on, um, you know, movements from from um, riders from the US scene to Europe in order to, you know, like Leah Kirkman, um, in order to, to get that exact experience. Yeah. I mean, there's... And the other thing that's interesting about it is it's putting us in the context of universe, studying, studying at university yeah. because... While it's great that Marion University has got a good collegiate cycling program, I wouldn't want to. I mean, that's one. That's one uni, isn't it? You know what I mean. But you can also study all over the place. A lot of the a lot of the uh, riders do. A lot of the riders, yeah, most lots of the peloton are, are, are studying or are studying as well. I mean, it's not to say you can't do it because there there are examples like you know Megan Guarnier and yep. and uh, of course and and. You know, Shelley Olds and all those people yeah, who, who yeah. came to cycling a little bit later. The thing that I find interesting is the idea that, oh, it's all right. They can stay until they're 23 over in the, um, over in the, uh, the US, in the US, you know, but, but then when you're coming over and trying to get a, a place in a European squad, if you don't have the points, the UCI points, a, why you know why 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 should they hire you yeah, versus if you, if a three year old points, Dutch woman? Exactly. If you don't have the points and don't have the history, it can be it can be hard. And it's none of which is to say it's impossible. I mean, as as yeah. the the much celebrated story of of Evie Stevens, who um, actually got married this last week, and I can't remember her new surname. Oh, but did she? Yes, she did. Um, so congratulations, Muzzletov, to Evie. Um, and and I will track down her actual surname in a moment. Um, but you know, like like her quite famed story of of you know getting to the sport and the pro peloton late. You know, it's possible, but that's that's the thing. Just because it's possible doesn't mean that that's an ideal way <laughs> that you want all riders to to be considering that. So you know, all all of which goes to say that I just I I will continue to watch the story of Chloe Target. Um, with great interest just to see how that develops. And, you know, I think it'll teach us all a fair bit about, A, the state of uh, US cycling in general and also pathways to the professional peloton yeah, so on. But, but, I mean, the other thing is, is if she's engaged already, you know, like there's a, I mean, there's nothing, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, lots and lots of people do get, uh, 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 yeah. Words. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just, yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. It's not. I don't think. Okay, let's put it this way. I'll be much more Emma White, who was second in the road junior road race and junior ITT. I think I'll probably be looking at Emma. Um, Emma White is that her name? Oh my god, I've completely forgotten her name. That's terrible of me. But um. Oh, I do know that her uh, her, her using it. Her her Twitter name is Emma Bean CX. So you know that's good. <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, Emma Emma might be a better uh, person to look at to actually. Yeah, Emma White might be a better person to kind of look at to say, yeah, this is this is you know what this is this is what it shows us because she. I yeah. Anyway, I'll just I'll shut up now. Well, hey, fair enough, fair enough. You, you've got feelings and opinions and feel opinions and, and all that sort of stuff. So fair, fair enough. Um, well, should we perhaps then move on and talk a little bit about... Um... Oh, no, no, there's one more team I want to talk about, actually. Oh, right. There is one more. T so we've got a couple of new UCI teams that we know about. Um, one is um, Lara's Wow Deals. I love that name. Wow. Lara's Wild Eels, which is a new Netherlandish Dutch team. Um, they oh Belgian team, sorry Belgian, that's terrible, isn't it? And they've um, they're going to be a. I'm guessing they're going to be a quite small team. They've got um, they've got cyclocross. Uh, they've got uh, 
Alexandra Nesmar, which will make Jens happy because she's her she's his local writer. Right. Um, Monique, Monique van der Rey, Shanna van Glabecker, Lotte Lotte van van Hook, Jesse van den Bolk. Yeah, they they've got um yeah that's 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 interesting. But the other new pro team on the block is Podium Ambition. Podium Ambition. What a good name. Wow. Well, Podium Ambition is the team that was this year. It's a, it was a British domestic team. It's decided to go UCI. It's the team run by Sarah Story, Dame Sarah Story, yep, of yep. massive, massive Paralympian fame, and her husband Barney, who's um, massive, massive Paralympian's fame as a tandem pilot. Um, yeah, and they're the home of track stars. Uh, um, they've got they've got track stars Katie Archibald and um, and Joanna Rousel and Kira Horn, um, you know, who are all part of the British Cycling's uh, grrr, team pursuit squad. Um, yeah, but they've decided to go. They they have been known as I, I get I forgive me, I always get the name the wrong way around. Pearl Azumi Sports Tours International, Madison Bootap Breast Cancer. Well, because it's such a short name that just trips off the tongue so easily. So, yeah. yeah, and they're doing something that's interesting in that they're saying that alongside going UCI, they're going to they're not going to have any sponsors. The name is going to be Podium Ambition, right? They're going to do this crowdfunding thing. Oh, okay. And what they're saying is they and I, I mean, I what they're saying is they're launching a club team alongside the, the, the you know alongside the team where right. i think it's 15, 15 quid you get to basically enter races as podium as the podium ambition as well where you know you can buy a similar jersey and support the team um support the team uh okay. funding them that way i i i'm a bit I'm, I'm a bit confused, to be honest. I am a bit confused by all this. I think having, and they've also said that they'll use the club team as a developmental route, which, you know, fantastic. I just don't, I, I, it's probably me. It's probably my sleep deprived nature, but I'm not entirely sure I understand what it's going to do next year, uh, how it's going to work. I assume, here's what I assume. I assume that they're going UCI so that they can ride the Aviva women's tour next year. Cause I imagine right. that as a yeah, yeah. tour race, they, they, they want to get in there. They say they want to ride the big races, but they won't have any UCI points. And mm. World Tour Day races, for example, the top 20 automatic invites go to the 20 top UCI teams, which they won't be because they don't have UCI points because right. most of their this have been domestic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The other interesting thing about them is that halfway through the year, Katie Archibald, Joe Rousel, Kira Horn and Sarah Story will be peeling out of the team to hit the Olympics and Paralympics. Exactly, exactly. So, and oh, the other thing they say is that they want to be in the, they want to, they want to race the TTT in the Road World Championships. So I suspect, this is my guess, and I could be completely wrong, and if anyone wants to correct me, feel free, that what they'll actually do is race the same program as they did this year. So, you know, occasionally go to some European races and, um, you know, but but focus on the UK domestic races, then the Olympic riders and Paralympic riders will peel off and go to the Olympics and Paralympics, and then they'll come back and go for the TTT Worlds. And I think right. their ambition is to be a top 10 team in the TTT Worlds. I mean, it, which, you know, depends on who actually goes yeah. to Qatar. Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, that's, that's a, I mean, it's way too early to begin to guess at that, isn't it? So... Um, yeah so but i i don't but the thing that worries me about them is they've already started doing this thing about oh buy our old kit from this year and mm. raise money for this this year's race next year's team and that makes me worry about them because i think well i i don't you know i mean they say that they you know in their press release sarah story said yeah yeah you know when, when we go off to the olympics it's not like you know the team will go away there'll still be another ds there'll still be a racing yeah. program for this don't go to the olympics i just think it's a strange setup and i am very very i have just have a a, a yeah, worry it's... about a team that doesn't that, that's saying right now oh, we're not going to have sponsors 
and yeah. is already asking for money. It's it's just know. one of those tough ones, isn't it? Where because you know it, it's the it's the double sided coin, isn't it? Where you know the the trade off of doing something new and different, which may turn out to be a stroke of absolute genius, um, you know, and could work brilliantly, or it could be the kind of thing that just sits a little bit wrong and feels a little bit uncomfortable and doesn't achieve what it sets out to. And yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to tell, you know. I mean, I want, it, I really want it to succeed. I yeah, really, and, and yeah. you know, just like just like Wiggle and Bowls proved us wrong last, you know, proved us wrong this season. Yeah, 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 I'd absolutely. love to be proved wrong by it next season. And you know, they go. They, I mean, the thing is, for fifteen quid, I find you know, for fifteen quid for your club membership, that doesn't seem to give much to go. You know, I I don't yeah, even know exactly. how exactly like it's hard to, to sell to. It's hard to work out where the the numbers were done and what their targets were because I mean, really, you you you'd want to be looking to get, I don't know, like probably at least 10,000 members or something to, to run an actual team, you know? Uh, yeah. And and that just seems like a, a big number. But then I could be completely wrong because, you know, obviously you may have picked up on this, Sarah, once or twice. I'm not in the UK, so I don't exactly know how wildly popular, uh, mm. you know, Joe Rousel and Sarah Story in particular and, and others are in the UK, so... Um, maybe, maybe they'll, maybe they'll, you know, just fly right by that and be happy as, and we'll all be like, oh my god, they're geniuses, yeah. and they've they've cracked how to create stability without begging sponsors every year. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Well, hey, look. After we've talked about all of this, uh, I mean, should we should we touch on the fact that there was some racing in the last week, or should we just ignore that and move on? Um. Yeah, let's let's talk let's talk about the racing from last week. Tell me what happened because I was away. <laughs> I'd love to tell you what happened, except I was in nightmare work week from hell. Um, what I do know is the the Giro del Emilia Internazionale Donna Elite happened. I love that race. I love that race. And you know who else I love? I love Bidon Jack Sogian, who 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 I love I love Rise Sport for showing it on TV and I love Beat on Jack for <coughs> finding it on Twitter <laughs> on YouTube <laughs> um, yeah um, yes yeah. <coughs> on YouTube thank you no seriously Beat on Jack he's awesome so Gion. um so, I you know yeah. thank you in in addition to the Chrono Des Nations um the this was the last race of the season. <laughs> And the pop-up South African yeah, races. And I was going to say, and in addition to all of the other last races of the season. <laughs> yeah. So 99 kilometres. Um, truthfully, I really honestly, you probably know more about what actually happened in the race than I do. All I know is the results. So if you, oh, if I know the results. To... I haven't managed to watch this video. There's a video, though. Now, Giro de Emilia ends on a lovely 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 uphill climb um it's gorgeous it's in beautiful beautiful italy um it's stunning and it has great it has a great field and it's um and it was won in by... a complete surprise to everybody it was won by wiggle honda and elisa longo Borghini. yay elisa yay elisa she's so cool i'm so happy for her yes um she won um which With... makes me yeah, yeah, which is, it's an awesome result, and it's great to see Elisa back winning, you know. I mean, I know she's won a couple of times this year, but, you know, it's just good after. Elisa, Elisa doesn't win a lot, but when she yeah. does, she does it, she does it, she wins, she wins really, really well, you know, yeah. um, and yeah. I, I've got so much, well, I, I just really like She had really that huge, her. that huge disruption to her season, well, not last year, the year before, wasn't it, where she, you know, busted her, you know, smashed her hip into, like, a trillion pieces and stuff, and you know, it took forever to be... She basically had to have her skeleton welded together with adamantium. And um, and then, you know, that she had to train again because all that metal around her skeleton added to the weight on the bike and, and stuff. So yeah. it's good to see her back. Yeah. Mm. I can read you the... Um, so, okay, so here's the... Here's the here's, here's her her description. It was a pretty easy race because there was only the final climb. Longo Borini explained it was two point two km with a ten percent average, so it's pretty hard in the final. Ashley Millman did the forty at the bottom, just tried to go a bit hard to weaken the others a bit. Then, with two hundred and fifty meters to go, I started my sprint because I need to start a bit long because I need a harder sprint. And I came first. It was rainy. It was quite cold, but I actually like cold more than the warmth. <laughs> 
So yeah, apparently she attacked three times on the climb to the Madonna de Stil, so, the San- Sanctuary. So unlike her. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. So, so she finished with five seconds over Ashley Norman Passio. Um, yeah. And um, and then Amber Nevin came in for third. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. So yeah. So that's um, that's a. Uh, so that's, that's Amelia. That's Amelia. We also had cyclocross, and I am never going to get tired of being excited about the sports uh, streaming the women's cyclocross live. It's so exciting. Really, really good. And they actually had some viewing figures out for it too, which is, you know, which is, I love that too. I love the fact that they're actually like talking about this. Um, so yeah, so they, uh, Ronsa is the first, so if you don't know cyclocross, there's three big seasons, the world cup, there's the world cup today, Valkenberg, um, Runsa, sorry, B, B Pace Bank Trophy, which is being streamed by Sports. So, woohoo! Uh-huh. And, um, and Super Prestige, which no one will ever be able to see. Okay? No one will ever see it, and it's possible that it didn't happen. Yeah, but anyway, because it's on, because it's streamed live, it also <laughs> appears on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, pirates. Um, Pavla Pavla Havlikova Havlikova won Uh, Yolian Vershuren second Nikki Harris third Um, and yeah it's uh, so basically um, the the, here's the figures 378 and a half thousand Flemish people watched the women which was 47% of the market share wow so um, so three seven eight and a half for the women's race on average 573,000 people watch the men with 666,000 watching the men's finale right. so it's over half of the peak so the, so, the, so the women's figure is an average figure yeah yep, yep. so someone can probably do the maths Daniel so uh, between uh, five five seven three thousand for the average man now yes it's a lot less than the men however that's a really fucking good starting figure and 47% of the market is really and this is only this is Flanders is 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 brilliant and yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Mind, the first time the first of the women's races that's been streamed live yep. um yep. Uh, apart from uh, in the b post trophy and it's the first one of the season so people absolutely. don't have exactly emotional they, investment yeah exactly they haven't fallen in love with the season and the stories and the writers and you know worked out the rivalries and who they love and who they hate and all that shit yet i mean this is literally the definition of building an audience honestly if if you had told me before the first race that the that the figures were going to be that good i would have been like um hopefully but let's just wait and see so yeah the fact that they actually have turned out that well I mean that just bodes so well to me for for you know the the course of the season as as that audience does inevitably you know get caught up in the drama of what's going on and and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know really into and, it. And the other thing is is that Ronsa is a great race, but it's not one of those. It's not like there aren't technically monuments of cyclocross, but you know, but yeah, but, 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 it's, but it's people not... have their own monuments. But the monuments of cyclocross are things like the Koppenberg Cross, Kochsider, yeah. you know, the, the uh, Namur, uh, those kind of races. Yeah. Now, the next one up on the 1st of November is Koppenberg Cross. And I will be fascinated to see the figures for Koppenberg, you know, to, to, see, to see viewing figures for Koppenberg Cross because mm. that's, 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 yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that will be very interesting and exciting to see. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I mean, really, really interesting, really mm. interesting. So, I'm, yeah, I think that's really fantastic. So, oh, it's um, an awesome start. Honestly, it is. You know, and I know you love to give me shit because I'm not a big cross fan, but I'm a big fan of women's sport getting more coverage and and finding its audience. So, that's that's fucking great. So, Daniel, do you fancy staying up and watching the uh, Coffinberg Cross with me then on the first of uh, on the first of November? Highly unlikely. Oh. You know you want to. I know it, that I like getting paid, which involves me turning up to work approximately on time. Oh, come on. You'll like it. It'll be great. I'm not I'm not disputing whether or not I'll like it. I'm I'm saying I'll... Oh 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 but because it's being streamed, it'll turn off on YouTube. How about we watch it at a delay and you can watch it with me? <laughs> like you'd watch it on a delay. Well, I, I'm gonna if I agreed watch... to watch it on a delay with you, that would just be an hour of me listening to you going, oh, wait for this bit. This bit's really good. 
seriously, what's with me? <laughs> I remember the last time I watched Cross live with you and you were very, very grumpy with me because I was not effusive enough. Uh, you were just... So, you know... I'm, you were just I'm, annoying. You were being, you were being, you were being that classic younger brother. I'm highly cautious about agreeing and I will not be bullied into it on a podcast. Thank you very much. This is this is this is only slightly less damaging than when you try to take over and and create fake dating profiles for me. So I have never ever created a fake dating profile for you. Yeah, well, you claim that they're all real, which is even worse. So you know, I you know you I've know had to you know that my number four advice. Times. I've had to change my number four times because of you, and take out of a certain order. You know that my dating advice has only brought you good things. Your dating advice has, your dating advice consists of date everyone. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Right. But that's in the context of your dating scheme before. Nobody would possibly fancy me, so I can't date. Because <laughs> you can barely even call it advice. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, Daniel, is when you're starting from a basis of I can't possibly date, no one wants to date me. <laughs> oh my god! me. <laughs> <laughs> This is the longest one-day race in Australia. So from Melbourne, um, which is a city you've probably heard of, to Warrnambool, which is a town you almost certainly haven't heard of. Um, it's about a 279-kilometre race. It's been going, well, this year was the 100th edition. Um, there have been a couple of interruptions due to disasters, world wars, shit like that. Um, and the field is usually around 300 riders strong, but, you know, obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but very, very, very heavily slanted towards men. Uh, but, you know, women have ridden over time. Um, Tracy Gordry is a notable woman to have ridden um, and competed. I, I believe she actually won the women's um, edition in 1994, perhaps. Uh, anyway, our good friend Monique Hanley has put in a lot of effort this last year because in 2014 the, the women's field was incredibly small to really try and, um, you know, bolster the, the women's field this year. And so they had, uh, I think it was about 30 starters, which is pretty good for such a long race. And, um, and so that was held um, just over the weekend. And uh, Loretta Hansen of Victoria was the top finishing woman. Um, followed by Miranda Griffiths and Chloe McIntosh. Uh, interestingly, of the top 10, only one rider was not from Victoria. That was Rebecca Heath out of the Northern Territory. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, well, it, the starters were very heavily slanted towards Victorian riders, but I just found it quite interesting that, that there was only one non-Victorian who finished in the top 10. So mm -hmm. congrats to Monique, congrats to the women. That's a hell of a ride. Um, well done. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very well done. I love the work Monique Hanley does. She's so good. She's so positive and brilliant and fun. And, you know, I know she's having a hard time. And I just, you know, yay. Yay, Monique. She's so good. She's like one of those people who just really, really cares. And she's been doing tons of work through Cycling Victoria really? and Cycling Australia. Not just really about cares, racing. But also really knuckles down and, and looks at it and goes, well, what can I practically do? And then... yeah. You know, where do we go? And so, it, you know, she's she's just fantastic from, from that side of things. And, and she's involved at every level of the sport. You know, she's on the, the board for Cycling Victoria. She's contributed to Cycling Australia. She even um, was DSing uh, um, the Victorian Women's Development Squad a couple of weeks ago in an NRS race. And, and so, you know, yeah. she, she just really gets stuck in and does whatever she can to, to help. So big fan of, of Monique and, and her work. She's a huge fan of the show and is listening right now. So, hey, Monique, mm. um, sorry to embarrass you, uh, but, you know, you're worth it. Hugs. 
Um, <laughs> well, sticking with the Aussie theme for a moment, perhaps forgive me if I'm jumping out of order, but I thought I'd also mention that um, Nettie Edmondson was profiled in Inside Sport magazine in Australia just this week. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a nice online uh, profile of it as well, just sort of talking about, um, you know, how she rides um, track and road and what she does in terms of training for which and, and all of that sort of stuff and, and that sort of thing. It's a nice little interview piece with a whole bunch of training stuff and that sort of thing. We'll throw the link into the post. Yes, excellent. Good good stuff. Um, there was something interesting that happened last week while I was away that I was a bit confused by. Okay. The Abu Dhabi UCI gala. Oh, well, look, I think, I think, I think that was actually... All right, I think that's really easy to explain, Sarah, okay? So, basically, you're a bunch of UCI bigwigs. You want to throw a lavish party for yourselves to celebrate all of the cycling that you actually give a shit about. So, you go to the Emirates and throw a lavish party and only invite dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's something appropriate there, isn't it? I mean, you know, this comes at the end of the Abu Dhabi tour, well, which I was... Think, I think it was, yeah, okay, end of the Abu Dhabi tour. And also, I think the invitations were pretty clear. Like, they they said, please join us for a UCI cycling sausage sizzle. So, <laughs> you know, we, mean, we, th- we all go out to the desert and get our sausages out and just sizzle them. And so, I assume that's what it was. I, I didn't get an invitation. I, I could be wrong, but that's that's... Yeah, I mean they they they, they basically um, they basically uh, invited they, they they made up. I mean I feel like it was made up to be honest. This is the first ever UCI cycling gala, and they gave they invited top three people from the world world tour yeah. men's world tour. Then they had the, the the team classification and the nation classification. Then they had the men's ITT road race and TTT champions were invited. Right. Then they had the hour record champions, Bradley Wiggins <laughs> and Molly Schaffer van Howling. Then they had the Fair Play Award, awarded by the Abu Dhabi Sports Council, um, Outstanding Cycling Journalism, Most Friendly Media Team, awarded by the International Association of Cycling Journalists. I didn't even know what such a thing existed. Wow. Um, yeah. That's amazing. The Gi- then they had the Giro, the Tour de France, and the Vuelta winner. And the Abu Dhabi Tour winner. Right, right. And apparently they're also invited Lizzie Armitstead, but I think she was at um She was at like Eddie her Stevens wedding. wedding or something. Oh yeah, maybe Evie's wedding. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 So now but 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 the thing is is when they actually announced this, it was so so late on in the game. I mean, you can't, you know, it, it's unlikely that you're going to suddenly be able to nip over over to Abu Dhabi for a well, um event. But it's but it's yeah, interesting but, but that it's also it's also like about four trillion different kinds of bullshit that like even if they did invite Lizzie Armitstead, which, you know, I, I genuinely but why, say but, why only but why only her why not the, yeah, why not the, the, the ITT champion why not the TTT champs why not the Giro Rosa winner why not you know like there's a fuck ton why not the World of, Cup I mean yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's a fuck ton of, of, of women who deserved to be invited and at that event and it's I, I'm sorry I don't give a shit how well intended it was or whatever it's just like a major another fucking catastrophe from the UC fucking eye that they a couldn't get the invitations right b sat on it for a couple of days when people rightfully got pissed off about it and then then d fucking wandered around going oh we didn't invite women but they were busy as if that's but of course, like but what? of course they were bit. But of course they're busy. If you only invite them after Worlds, I mean, I really, really, really enjoyed um, the blog about uh, the, the, the blog about this from from Lindsay Barlow, yep. where she was saying, you know, it's not like we haven't, you know, what a strange place to have it in Abu Dhabi. Um, it's not like we haven't had some gathering of cycling champions, world cycling champions, recently, is it? Yeah, I mean, exactly. this is. It's. I mean, I assume that Abu Dhabi said, "Hey, why don't we have a big party?" Yeah, yeah, which... To and be that's fair, how it came about. Yeah, and, and, and to be fair, I, I think that's entirely, not just plausible, I think that's entirely likely, um, because, you know, the, the Emirates in particular, they do love turning these things into big events and celebrating and stuff, and, and I don't want to knock that, because I think that's a great 
great initiative, but I do think it's been royally fucked up by the UCI because they didn't, A, either make it just about the Abu Dhabi tour or, B, throw it open and turn it into a proper celebration of everything that they claimed it was meant to be celebrating. You know, yeah. like, like it's just an organisational fuck-up. And, you know, it's super frustrating to me because I genuinely think, like we spent time talking about last week, that the, the world tour for the women is going to be mostly positive. And the UCI has clearly made some steps forward in their treatment of women overall. So it's really frustrating to me to have this kick in the guts just after that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know why they... It's one of those things where you can imagine Abu Dhabi going, hey, let's do it, and go, yeah, yeah, okay. Let, yeah, who should we do it? And forgetting the women and then going, oh, right, yeah, well, oh, let's invite Lizzie. Oh, well, she can't make it. Well, oops, she's won the World Cup and the World Champs. Well, yeah, oh, she can't make it. I mean, I can imagine that with these things, tons and tons of women, you book your holidays after the Worlds, don't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, well, exactly. Uh, your off-season's kind of, kind of starting. But, you know, again, it's not like... It, I, I just don't accept that it's impossible, you know, to have found any... Yeah. Like, when you, when you can only get one woman to actually turn up, like, that's, a, that's, a, that's an organisational problem. It's not an availability of people problem. Now... Can yeah. I compare it to the Stronger launch? There's a launch for Stronger, Stronger, yep. Yep. Um, which happened in London, which I was invited to and couldn't go. God damn it. Oh, I was so upset. Yes. Yeah. And they had Mariana Voss, uh, Manon Carpenters, Mountain Downhill Mountain Bike Extraordinaire, uh, Iris Slappendale, Lucinda Brands, Marine De Vries, um, uh, uh, tons more, tons, you know, tons more, right, load, yeah. load, load more riders, all turning up to have this great event in London, which was for a mix of cycling journalists and fans, and yep, yep. you know, secret rides and fun stuff. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, you know, you're like, yeah, that's how you get. You know, they can. I mean, okay, it's easier to get from from the Netherlands to London than it is to get from the Netherlands to Abu Dhabi when you're backed by. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was going to say, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. But, I don't think the Emiratis were short on 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 available funds to get people there if they needed to. No. But yeah. that's but but you know what I mean. That this is a this was a really good fun fun event that brought like tons of really great riders into London and you know good stuff. And I would recommend you all go and look at the Strongher website uh, at Strongher uh, Strongher.cc. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to now check that. It definitely is. Also, um, while we're while we're throwing out the randoms, um, I did. Uh, bloody hell! I had it. I had it all sorted, and then I f fucked it up again. Um, I'm I'm 99% certain that Evie Stevens' new surname is Butler. Butler. Is yes. she going to change her name? Yeah. Well, she tweeted. So her tweet was. Honeymoon was great. Excited to be back to reality with my husband. A new last name, and so, yes, I, I believe she has changed her her name. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. So, oh, Baker, not Butler. Fuck, I knew I was going to get that wrong. Evie. So maybe she's hyphenated. For the moment, I'm going to treat it Evelyn Stevens Baker because um, until people learn. Her website is still her Twitter is still Evelyn underscore Stevens Evelyn and her yep. website is still EvelynStevens.com. Yep. So, you know, but anyway, maybe she's just waiting for all the paperwork to be done. Either way, congratulations once again, Mazel Tov and happiness and stuff. Yes, um, and joy and happiness for Evie. And oh, there's some really lovely photos on her Instagram, actually, where she's Evelyn underscore Stevens. And she just, you know, Evie makes the best facial expressions. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some there's various Evie makes the best facial expressions on her wedding day, which is absolutely adorable. Well, there you go. Um, and I think that's really kind of everything I had to talk about this week. What about you? Oh, I think that's it. I think that's it for me. Um, well, I think, I think a happy wedding is a pretty good, uh, pretty good. I think that's a happy happy wedding is a good place to end on, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we are obviously the season's over. We our next podcast is going to be us looking back at 2015 and looking at the um, 
high points and low points and what we've enjoyed and what we haven't enjoyed um traditionally this this used to be one stage but it's probably going to be um it's probably going to be a double <laughs> double podcast again but it's, it's, that's a subtle hint that there's a lot to cover <laughs> highs and lows if you have highs and lows you want to share with us let us know Yep, um, do do tweet Sarah at at underscore pigeons underscore. Um, of course, you can leave a comment for us on our blog, prowomencycling.com. Uh, Where you can see all the videos for this week's racing. Yes, yes, indeed. And if you do wish to engage with me on Twitter, you can give it a go at DanWOfficial. I may or may not swear abusively at you. Let's all find out together. And if you'd like to ask him on a date, that's where to do it. But don't. Cool. Thank you. Bye. Oh, do it. <laughs>